what a game of football. And they will defend their title on grand final day. The Knights are through the decider. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Welcome back to the show. And our next guest is about to line up for his 45th grand final. Phil Buzz, Rothfield, good morning. You pumped, mate? Oh, mate, I'm so pumped, Ray. And you talk about 45 grand finals. Mm. I even remember as a kid in the sort of mid-teens, you know I used to sleep out the front of the Sydney cricket ground on grand final night? Be first in. Yeah, you know, <laughs> mate, back then there were no, you know, you couldn't, there was no ticket tech, you couldn't buy your tickets, there were no um, debit cards or credit cards, so you had your cash in your pocket. You'd sleep out, there were probably two, three hundred fans, and wow. then you'd, you you just wanted to be first in, you wanted to get the best vantage point, you'd sneak a bit of grog in, you know. And What was your first grand um, final, Buzz? Very, oh, first, very mate, first one. Yeah. I think it was 73. Manly yeah, and Cronulla, okay. Yeah, Man- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Manly Cronulla, 73. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, mate, just that was the only way you could, you know, be guaranteed. A, there were no corporate suites back in those days. Correct. It was, um, it was uh, we used to, they used to drink, you know, cans of KB on the hill there. Yep. Jeez, I reckon you would have been a handful back in those days, Buzz. <laughs> eh? <laughs> I say, judging by you today, you would have been a handful back in those days. Yeah, it was... It was <laughs> We weren't. I can remember those nights. You you sleep out the front, and there was nothing like the weather it's going to be today. It was cold, freezing cold. You know, people had sleeping bags. It was such good atmosphere. You know, trying to get in there with the first couple hundred people. Who wins and why, Buzz? Oh, look, I think Penrith are going to win, dog. But look, I, I don't say it with any great confidence. The reasons are they've had the best defence all year, right? And I also, it, it's an old school and it, it's a cliche that you have to play in a grand final, probably lose one before you, and it, this happened to Penrith, what, four years ago? Mm-hmm. And they have just got the experience on this big day to get the job done. There won't be an issue with nerves. There won't be an issue all week. Well, there hasn't been an issue all week with their preparation. They know how to handle a crowd of, what, 85,000 on the biggest stage in rugby league. And, look, there is some experience in that Broncos side. A lot of the boys have played for Australia and, and, and they've played state of origin football. But you're just at a game where two teams are so closely matched, you look for a little one percenters and grand final experience might even be worth a little more than the one percent. Mm. Uh, hey, Buzz, did you... Watch the AFL Grand Final yesterday because that was I saw a fair yeah. bit of it. I haven't watched the whole game in total yet, but obviously one of the the classics. And that was one versus two. I said this to the boys earlier. The, um, the NRL, it's the top two teams playing. This has all the ingredients of being a similar cliffhanger. Yeah, it does, mate. It's um, I watched the AFL yesterday. It was a magnificent game of footy, wasn't it? It really was. And the atmosphere at the MCG is very hard to beat. But we'll match that tonight. It is going to be a colossal struggle between two sides who were so clearly the best sides in the competition this year, weren't they? They were even so far ahead of Melbourne Storm and the Warriors who finished third and fourth. Mm. They were so far ahead of those two teams. And... 
The Broncos are the only side that could probably get anywhere near Penrith tonight. I, I really think that. And, um, while I'm tipping Penrith, you look at that middle, those three middle forwards, you look at Flegler, you look at Payne Haas, and Patrick Carrigan, they are so tough, so uncompromising, so so consistent. They work hard. They they hit hard. They can offload. Um, Brisbane had all those. You know, it's going to be. You know, it's really. I, I reckon it's nearly an even money game. Mm. I really do. It's yeah. so hard to predict. Buzz, who's Penrith's greatest ever player? And I'll throw you on the spot. And then ask you, who you think the Broncos' greatest player is? Oh wow, wow! Um, I ask you about Penrith because I wrote my top twenty in the Telegraph during the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I put Cleary at one, uh, Brandy two, Freddie three. I just wanted to know yeah. whether you agree with I, that. Yeah, I'll tell you a little story about Brandy Alexander. I watched his very, very first trial game. He was seventeen years of age. And Penrith were playing a team at St Mary's. I forget who it was. And he was as nervous as a kitten. But you could tell that day, at 17 years of age, playing a first-grade trial before the season started, Timmy Sheens was coaching them, that he was out-of-the-box player. He was going to be really, really special. And, mate, he went on to become, you know, their best player. Um and that's even a big statement of a guy like Brad Fittler there. But having seen what Nathan Cleary has achieved, I've been leading a conversation in recent times that he needs at some stage to go into the same conversation as the eighth immortal Andrew Johns, as um, all, the, all the great halfbacks, Jonathan Thurston, and because he's achieved more than those guys have at the same age. Cooper Cronk was on TV the other night and said, Cooper Cronk won four grand finals. He said, it's better play than me at that same age. Mm. So, dog, to answer your question, it's take me a long time to get to the answer, but I, I wouldn't put Nathan Cleary on top right now. Mm. Fair uh, enough. On that theme, Buzz, um, one of the Collingwood players prepared for the grand final uh, yesterday by going to the races on Friday night, which raised the eye of his coach a little, Craig McRae, but it all worked out okay in the end. But Nathan Cleary, his preparation is second to none. And he did something during the week which you've written about in your column today, which I think just that, that just it, it underlines what lengths he goes to to try and tick every box. Yeah, you, you know how busy players are. Grand final week, they've got so many functions, fan days, training sessions, media commitments. It's a real frenzy, you know, and you one of the reasons I like them to pick they can win today because they can deal with this sort of thing. But anyway, they got they were given the afternoon off. So Nathan Cleary brings his uh, goal kicking coach, uh, Darryl, the great Daryl Radar Halligan, and says, "Mate, we're going to Acor." So he, he he didn't he could have gone out a game of golf with his mates or just gone home and chilled. But mm. he just wanted to hone those skills and. It's a fascinating duel. Don't worry about their attack, their defence. Cleary versus Reynolds in outstanding form. Mm. Reynolds has kicked 11 out of 11 in the finals. Cleary's kicked 12 out of 13. Reynolds knows every blade of grass, every, you know, wind direction or where it swirls. 
Um, and you know what? It's going to be that tight. I would not at all be surprised if this game was decided by um, either their kicking. Buzz, just ducking away from the grand final momentarily, what did you make of Freddie's decision to quit? And is there a street corner tip you might give us as to who you think may be his replacement? Yeah, I heard you talk about this um, earlier, Dog, and some really good points for race. Look, I wrote an open letter in the paper after we, even after we won Origin 3 and it was basically you know, calling on Freddie to stand down. And I said on 360 during the week, it was a really difficult column to write because the Blues have never, ever had a better ambassador. And the work he does away from coaching is just outstanding. The charities, the schools, the junior clinics, the hogs for the homeless, bike rides, etc. Mm. But at this elite level, Origin is all about winning. And the other thing is, Costs in bush football and in rugby league across the board are really, really tight at the moment. And the New South Wales Rugby League made what I thought was a pretty fair decision that why are we employing someone on 500000 12 months of the year for a six-week tournament? So I didn't have a problem with them cutting the roll back to, um, what, three or four months? start in March, and put the money they saved, several hundred thousand, into bush footy. I didn't have a problem with that. Um, so Freddie's gone, and we all, you know, are in a debt of gratitude for everything he's done for the state. The replacement, sorry to be long-winded. I'm a Ricky Stewart fan, but I totally agree with you. They're two from seven going to origin. It's massive pressure. He's got Madge Maguire there to take over, but you know, if we go with the club coach, the best, I think no one beats Ricky. No one does. I'd like to see him do it with Michael Ennis, Paul Gallen, people like that. If we're to go away from a club coach, I would love to see Laurie Daly have another crack. Loz coached against the greatest Queensland sides we've ever, ever seen. Mm. And he, what year did he win Bulldog? 2014? 14. Was it? Yeah, 2014, and that was an impossible win. And uh, I, I think he could come back and do a great job. But number one choice, Ricky. Number two, Loz, if we go that way. And just finally, Buzz, in your column, what's the buzz in today's Sunday telly? You've written about the Dragons, yeah. uh, which is an interesting story about what the bookies have uh, installed the Joint Venture Club uh, in terms of odds for next season's premiership. Wait, they don't like your man Planner, by the sound of it. <laughs> Yeah, what, what odds are they, Buzz? Well, they given me the odds for the Premiership, which has the Dragons, the Outsiders, the TAB, this is, at $67. they got the West Tigers who won the last two, uh, Wooden Spoons at $52. So when the market comes out, um, the Dragons are going to be favourites to win the Wooden Spoons. So it would be very interesting. How was Flano when you told him that? I haven't. <laughs> That's probably very wise. Oh, yeah, he can... Uh, he you can, can read about it. Yeah, I'm sure. You know he loves this column, of don't course. you? <laughs> hey, Buzz. Mate, six o'clock. Sorry, Ray, you go. Yeah, I was going to say, how's my co-host at Dally M's on Wednesday night? Did he behave himself? Your co-host? Mm. I don't think he even turned up, did you, Bulldog? Didn't you go, No, Nina? I was going to go, but I was just a tad unwell, and I thought, 
I don't oh, want you to. You felt unwell. I was a bit unwell on Wednesday. Yeah, the next morning. It was a 24-hour bug. <laughs> <laughs> that stop after Steve, 12. He wasn't expecting that question, Ray. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I thought you said Thanks, you were How mate, was it, both? Mate, it was a terrific night. I, um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. The excitement at the end was, well, was gripping, wasn't it, as yeah. we came down to those, those last couple of rounds. I do think, though, that the girls, the NRLW competition needs its own award. I think the players, the female players, want to play for a Tasha Gale medal um, or another icon of the women's game rather than the Dally M Award. Mm. And it is difficult when you're trying to do justice to both the men's and women's game on the same night. Yeah. heard Zorba talk about that too. But overall, it was a terrific night, mate. Fantastic. Well, just finally, Buzz, um, you'll be out there again tonight. Oh, will you, Buzz? What time are you getting there? Um, I'm actually doing this one from the office. Oh, didn't you, say, you didn't expect that question, did you? Well, I like to help the boys. <laughs> You're I on like fire, right? No, I, 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 you can see as much on television. You're writing a column. You don't need to be at press conference. So help Bowie and all the boys with a bit of production work. And so if you're not there, you yeah. can. This is a covered green Jack of all trades, Buzz. And my man, my man, our great sports editor, Jimmy Silver, is making a hummingbird cake to have after our family. Right. Okay. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're with the Panthers, Buzz. Yeah, I am, mate. Yeah, but it'll be tight. It'll go down the wire. It'll be a difficult one to file because yep. you Got to hit the button right on full time. and it, it, Look, it could even go to extra time this game. It could, I can. Clive Churchill medal winner? Clive Churchill medal winner. I'll go with the favourite. I'll go with Cleary. You can't say he's Johns and Thurston without tipping him to win a Churchill medal. Fair enough. Hey, Buzz, enjoy grand final day and night. Long night for you and Dino, I know, work-wise. But enjoy yeah. it, mate, and we'll review it again next Sunday. On your fellas. Enjoy Jimmy's cake. There's Phil Buzz Ruffle.